0: Hey Rippers! Are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Cause if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, cause everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we start a kook cast. Cause the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time, and hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, The surfcontinuum.com. Please consider heading over to our website and becoming a member. There's a bunch of additional video content on there that we update regularly, like the raw unedited versions of these podcasts, pretty kooky stuff, but funny I think, <laughs> educational surf videos, and our personal responses to members' questions. And to those of you who are already members, thank you. Your support helps us keep KootCast going. So this week on the show, Coach Evan and I are recapping our recent surf trip to La Mission with five of our students. And this is a really special trip to us, and it's become a yearly pilgrimage for me for the last 10 years or so. Uh, La Mission and the surrounding surf spots, it's an area in northern Baja where Coach Ev spent a great deal of time growing up and surfing. And over the years of having been invited there, I've learned to see it as more than just a surf spot, but a training ground. And, and not just for your surfing either, but for your character as a surfer. And I have nothing but gratitude to Coach Ev for showing me how valuable that experience has been for me personally and how it's continuing to shape me into being a better surfer in and out of the water. But don't just take my word for it, because at the end of the episode, I'm going to read a few of our students' summaries from this year's journey that they wrote to us through the group chat at the conclusion of this trip. Oh, and before I forget... One last thing before I roll the tape. We're going back, and we're doing it again. (laughs) We had such a high interest in our February dates and only five spots available that we decided to create a new trip in April, from the 5th to the 12th. So if you're interested in getting the La Mission surf experience with Coach Ev, myself, and a maximum of four other students, make sure you're on our mailing list. We'll be sending an email out this week with more details on how you can join us. Uh, you'll be able to sign up on our website from the red button in the site footer, or you can click a link in our Instagram bio on that list of links after the first link in Instagram is a uh, email sign up button, or you could just skip right to becoming a free or premium member of our site. All roads lead to La Mission, <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff we send out on the the mailing list. All right, let's go. It's rolling.
1: Right on. Yeah, I mean, just just thinking about the trip recap. I mean, this it's the whole premise behind these surf continuum La Miss trips is like to to train and build real surfers and teach them like the way that that we were taught. You know how to be ultra respectful and and to you know use all your senses and go score and get the best waves that you possibly can. Um, and then some of the overwhelming thoughts leading up to the trip was just like, gosh, you know, like I got to keep my expectations at a, at a good level because I don't want to be bummed at all. Mm-hmm. Like I want to just say, I want to write off last year. Last year was like the first year and we got incredible waves. Yeah. per Again, perfect surf, the perfect um, succession of starting out small, working its way up. Um, type of situation so i was just like just leave it at that don't even compare it to that trip these are two different trips have very low expectations we always talk about this on the Cookcast. have low expectations so everything is a bonus everything that's right. kind of my take on life you know in in a lot of ways um so just going into the trip and not getting so focused like i was actually pretty impressed that nobody was like Oh, the the swell is so and so, and it's not looking that good, or it's not looking that big, or nobody even talked about the forecast or anything mm. like that. We did the right thing. We all looked at it, but Sounds we just right. kept it wherever we're at, you know. Just, just that's that's your own little expectations. Don't let it get passed on to the whole group. Mm. So,
0: anyways, that's that's just kind of my first opening thoughts about the trip, and yeah, that that. So, yeah, that's always kind of a concern with a surf trip, isn't it? You do all these things to go surfing, you're going to travel, you set these dates in your calendar way in advance, long before you could ever say that's good or bad time to go, other Mm -hmm. than the general season. Um, And, you know, and then we talked about it, though, and what I really loved is the conclusion we had about, okay, what do we do if there's bad surf or it's onshore all week or it's terrible? Mm -hmm. And it was like, same thing we always do go back to our training like like you said this trip isn't just about like scoring great waves which now we've done for a second year in a row right um so blessings there but it's about becoming a better surfer and the way that we approach surfing the way that we approach like what we're doing out in the water is so much more than just trying to get that good wave or good waves um so like it's it's um It's just a beautiful thing, I think, to to have that approach and to have that breakthrough because it takes away so much anxiety and stress about what's gonna happen. Like, we know what's gonna happen. We have, whether the waves are good or bad, this is what we're doing for our week. You know, working on our same fundamentals, working on lineup etiquette, and, and doing it in a friendly group amongst each other in an empty otherwise lineup, right. you know, so there's low consequence for learning these things. There's no shame or embarrassment, at least as much as there would be if you, you know, have a major faux pas in a public lineup at someone else's local break in a different country. Right, right. Um, so yeah, that, that's a that's a great way to open it up. That being said, we freaking scored so oh hard. Oh my
1: gosh, I mean, definitely even better than last year. Um. You know, just looking at the forecast, I'm like, okay, yeah, three to five, that seems like a pretty good number. Maybe that can, I, ideally, if we're surfing out front with clients, it needs to say two to three. Right, the max. <laughs> max. Yeah. It needs to say flat. Yeah. You know, because, <laughs> and we're like, yes. <laughs> uh, not everybody's going to be getting picked off like sheep out there, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but then it was saying three to five, so I'm thinking, okay. We'll be able to still get some work done out front and and hopefully that'll be enough to get the points working a little bit you know and as we get closer and i showed up um you know sunday before the you know the monday trip i looked out there and it was calling it three to four foot and i'm like oh, we're not going out there yeah it was S- not three to four same foot. thing you know like if you can tell from the beach that it's too much then it's definitely too much once you get out there totally
0: that's a really good point because how many times have you looked out there or have I looked out there and been like oh look we got an easy day ahead of us you know like just talking about us and our friend group Right, right. and and then still getting caught inside still being like like in full effort and and struggle to get past that inside zone and even on one of the days this trip that we did surf uh, with the students out front it was actually the mellowest day I had my worst, like, uh, what do you call it, like, duck dive wipeout ever, you know, like, just paddling up to this wave, being like, ah, damn, I'm too inside, would have been a great one to catch, you know, so going for the duck dive, and getting spun, turn, coming up, pointing towards the beach, like, not even realizing that happened, you know, it's like, lateral spins, back and forth, Uh. ass over tea kettle spins. And it's just so funny because that's La Mission for you right there. You know, on the day you're like, oh, it's the smallest of the trip and I'm most in tune. Um, I had my worst situation and it was just it was just so funny to me coming up and being like, yep. It constantly reminds you to be respectful, to be humble about this break. And that's why I love calling you like the Prince of La Miss. But you always are like, I will never make that claim. I can never, ever. As Stanier. soon as I
1: do, then I'm really gonna get my ass beat out there for
0: sure. <laughs> so if even even the man who lives on this wave and and just man, you surf it so well, brother. It was such a pleasure to see and, and so impressive. But even if you are like keeping that humble attitude after all these years, it's a good lesson to the rest of us to make sure that we got a little bit of that too, if not a lot of that, and and really approach it with humility. But uh, so I guess let's talk about okay, like how La Miss serves us, though. You mm-hmm. know because. One of my favorite things to talk about, like when it's a new group and we're coming here, is to share my experience with it. Cause mm-hmm. I kind of feel more on the visitors side of things than I on the spectrum than I do on the experienced your side of the spectrum, you know? Right. I'm right. like, hey guys, like I'm in it with you. Like we're still trying to figure this out and it's hard and it there's a lot of times you paddle out and you don't get a good wave. But, um, but that's, that's what I learned from this place, is coming here and seeing you get good waves and me struggling and getting really frustrated, it was more than just uh, like a surfing experience, it was a character building experience, like specific to the surfer in me, you know? Yeah. Being able to go through those difficult things, trying to paddle out, finally busting through a set, continuing to make your way outside and then getting caught inside again. Like, what, I didn't, that wasn't it? Two sets? Right. And all of those things were just so important to my growth as a surfer in other places in the world, you know, and and what it gave me in my heart and in my spirit and my attitude when I surfed other easier places, you know. Right, it helped you evolve that and
1: and it's just that, you know, it it helps you to change your mindset from this sucks, I'm getting beat down again, to this is actually a great opportunity. You don't get this very often of real powerful, you know, Pacific, ocean swell bearing down on you to push to that next level sustain good paddling on the inside when you're getting worked the new new level of board control skills how important it is to finish your wave and kick out because it's either the the difference between 10 minutes of paddling non-stop in in place and sneaking out and getting another couple waves right you know so just just how how important this place is to us and like there's a lot of these style of beach breaks in in the world that people st- stay away from yeah totally. because they're difficult they're hard they're tricky it's it's hard to just go out there make it out and get a one tiny decent little wave most of them are closeouts. outs there's, there's a ton of current and riptides going on that you cannot see from the beach. Mm-hmm. You can only, it, you don't even know which way the current's going until you hop in the water. And sometimes the current on the inside is going to the north and the current on the outside is going to the south. So it's just like, it's one of those places that really does teach you to have a very humble, open mind, take whatever you can get out there. Um, some days it's not your day. A lot of days you look out there and you just say, no, this is not the day for me. This isn't a character building day. This is a day for um, water safety only if you have a Wisdom. ski. Wisdom. If you have a ski, basically, and a guy that has his eye on you the whole time, maybe. But um, there's definitely a lot of those days that we look out there and just know that, okay, today is like a fishing day or a hiking
0: day or a, right, uh, right, or a point break day. Right, right. <laughs> Um, I love how, you know, I think listeners know from us already that we talk about the importance of the kick out so much, you know, but I just love how distinctly exemplified that is here. You know, that when you don't kick out, even when you just like wobble and fall in an attempt to kick out, that's the difference Mm -hmm. right there between just sneaking under the lip of that next wave and then being outside and being able to clear the next three and four Mm -hmm and getting caught by that next wave and then that that's just that little difference maker between like you said paddling for 10 minutes through a seemingly 20 wave set you know that just won't stop and not to mention like the gas it takes out of you the the like the the way it really like your pulls your spirits down you know it's Mm -hmm. not just tiring but you're just like oh i'm not surfing and it's especially like defined that feeling when you see the friend who did kick out or something just getting waves out the back and just doing that surf continuum lap over and over again and you just are in the same spot Um, well it's building the character but it's also the lesson where you're like damn I gotta nail that kick out and not just in a you know docile way but in an aggressive like maneuver style to like turn your board with the momentum you have from the wave and use that and channel into the next step which is paddling out and that is so important that little tiny moment the ending of your wave and how you do it and man you just get taught that lesson so hardcore out here it's pretty funny yeah and and i one thing that was just coming
1: to mind while you were talking is just the importance of like if if you want to get better at surfing again you need to have a concerted effort and most all of our clients are kind of in the same boat as they just don't have the opportunity to surf enough to build that paddling stamina the the strength for your board control skills and then to get enough opportunities to actually practice your stand-up on the real thing right you know so going back and looking at and and seeing our clients like how quick you get into paddling form in a 7-day trip you know like just to see it happen right in front of us like yeah. they trusted us yep every single day we're surfing basically no matter what and it's a real surf like let's make the most out of every time we pack up all the boards and do this whole show to get in the ocean and find good, make the most out of it you know what we get in the water at eight o'clock and we get out of the water like we really are wrapped up around noon you know like we have a good long break um session in the water and of course we take breaks and things like that like we always talk about but and we trade boards and we get you know we get refreshed with some water and more sunscreen and things like that but just like how important it is to basically do surf trips like you have to you have to do it you have to set aside a a block of time and obviously that's a great privilege to be in that position to to do it but if you're really after getting getting to progress and and taking yourself to that next level get on a
0: trip put together a trip um you know one thing that i was maybe not concerned about but I was thinking about coming into it is this is the first time well two things so this is the first time we've ever done a five person trip five Mm -hmm. students we've done three max I think and and we always like that you know it was we you know we're always turning away any extras because we're just you know you listen you know we're really concerned about respecting and honoring the culture of surfing and making sure that we're not bringing mayhem to the lineup, we're bringing order to the lineup. Correct. You know, so I was like, well, and that's why we did it for this trip, the five people, the five students, because it's La Mission, you know, and it's the zones we know and where do we know this area. Mm-hmm. That being said, I was still like, well, we have a broad range. This is my second concern, a broad range of abilities here. Mm-hmm. And is it like how, you know, in my head I knew this is how we plan on handling it, but is that actually going to work in real life? Right, right. And I was really really happy and surprised, not surprised like just pleasantly uh, like to see that it worked, you know? Because ultimately surfing is a personal journey, you know? And and having a coach is someone who guides you and gives you like direction to follow, but not necessarily walks alongside you every step of the way. You know, I mean, that's what we do with our one-on-one coaching, but that's that's an hour long. You right. know, this is a seven day trip where you're in the water for two to four hours, depending upon how badly you want to, you know, capitalize on, on the time you have. So that, what I'm trying to say is like, I was so happy to see like one student way on the inside or two or three, depending upon the day and the kind of ways we were dealing with and people one thing learning how to find your zone yeah like what part of this lineup where do i belong out here mm-hmm. and and how do i maximize my practice and like how do i get my reps in because it really is not the right call to to be taking some sort of like a beginner outside because somebody who is still practicing the, all the nuances of a takeoff and setting the rail and managing a rigid long surfboard on a curving shaping shape-shifting wave like you can't just wait you can't spend time waiting for waves you need to be getting reps in and so like the inside is such a good zone for that person and it just makes no sense to be sitting outside with them and have them try two or three times right you know whereas on the inside we had students getting 20, 30, 40, I, I was saying to you before, like I wish we had like stats on them. right. It would have been so impressive to see how many times someone just gotten their press up and set their out, gotten the press up and set their rail, Do it this way, do it that way. Oh, I found a reform. Oh, like all of these experiences happening because it really is the same thing. Right. You know the inside is the same exact thing as what we're trying to do outside with just smaller consequence, more safer environment and more repetitions, you know, because the inside, lots of waves break, it's shallow. You know, basically every wave comes through is already broken and like surging white water in some form or another, if not reforming. And it just gives, you know, anyway, like a long-winded way of saying it was so fun to like come to the inside and get a couple reforms in there and show them like, look, look how you can find out of the whitewater, a little open face. Yep. Setting our rails, getting a chance. You could still get good rides in there. We were still getting little down the line yep. rides on knee high waves when this, the ocean, the buoys are rocking at five feet Fourteen seconds—that's some serious energy. Hell yeah! And we're still getting those reps in, you know. And then some people in between finding a little further out reform. And then of course the the more advanced surfers who've got the the takeoff pretty dialed, you know, to a point where they can afford to wait for waves and and, and look for for you know the bigger good one.
1: What a great. Zone. I mean, and then we were even doing that at the at the point breaks, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, some person's on the very inside. Some some of our pack is down at the very end of of the of the line and and then sprinkled in between. You know, you're working your way up the point based on your skill level. But it was just definitely a proud moment to. It, like going back to our point is we never wanted to spread ourselves too thin mm-hmm. like but you know basically the rest of the surf education programs that we see that they keep going more and more and more and more people, and we've always been actually the exact opposite, like less and less and less mm-hmm. you know because again, we want to respect the lineup and the etiquette and the safety, and we want our clients to get the very most you know out of out of us and then when you were talking about um Our clients and the the work that you're doing in in the inside and your journey and it's your coach isn't there all the time it it started making me think about like all the work that we do on land and all the communications and you know going through different scenarios when it you're safe on land and you can hear the stuff again you our clients they can't take in that much when they're in the ocean and they're in the heat of battle correct so We've learned to like, okay, zip it a little bit. We're taking it all in. We're making our mental notes. We're giving them little touches here and there. And then once we get on land and we got the video to prove it, it's like, (laughs) let's go, let's let them have it now. (laughs) Right, right. right. With the
0: the third perspective visual, you know, that's um, that's so valuable to see it for you. It's like learning to sing. You gotta hear yourself. You gotta hear yourself on recording, you know, learning how to be a public speaker. You gotta see and hear yourself do it. And, it, and surfing's the same. You gotta see that feeling you thought you had or what you did on the wave. You gotta see what it looks like from the beach perspective or, or just from the other person's perspective and realize, like, wow, I did not nearly do what I thought I was doing.
1: Right. And your coaches have the same feeling you know when we see ourselves surf we're like oh my gosh way out on the shoulder come on like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 do this thing um and just like speaking to the whole video review was so much fun i mean that was like one of the most informative and like team building experiences to see everybody's kind of and and brother chaser is speaking to that it never changes. When you see yourself on film, you will not be happy most of the time. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 90% of yeah, the time, yeah. If not more. So, um, <laughs> just that that opportunity to kind of again practice humility and even though you're kooking it, figure out a way to not just get so fixated on that and just figure out how can I do this better? How can I? How can I remedy this situation? How? We're, we're always talking about it you know it takes so many times hearing the same thing for it to finally click and maybe your coach says it in just a little bit different way and then it finally clicks yeah, So yeah. it's all this um, yeah it's like the, it's the, it's
0: the hearing it then trying it then seeing it then trying it again yep you know when I was I was saying I think I said in my recap of uh, the Nicaragua trip at the boom um, one of my favorite things about it was being able to surf and try to do what you're trying to do, you know, like get the deepest, most critical tube you can and come out clean. And then finish that day, go back to the, you know, your spot and spend the rest of the day kind of thinking about it, just like meditating on it and and re-remembering things and realizing things. And then most importantly, go back and try again after that downtime. Right. You know, I think that's an important value of the trip experiences being able to hear these things, see these things, and then go try again. Yep. And then that night again, hear these things, see these things, and then try again. And, and to, it, it's just an accelerated, you know, and, and very insightful thing. But that being said, it still takes more than a week. Like, not right. that, you know, we're, we're not sitting here telling you like, oh, now all our students are surfers. Right. You know, like, I mean, they are surfers, they're on the journey, but it's it's a long-term thing, you know? And like, you, just like when you talk to like a wealth advisor, they're giving you advice and tips but you don't get wealthier in that session you right, know you just right. get equipped with the knowledge on what you need to do going forward in the long term Absolutely. and that's the way we see ourselves like we don't we don't have the stress and strain of wanting to see you get better I mean your stamina will improve for sure yeah. but the skill set you know this we're equipping you with a week of good hard practice and then the, an understanding of what you need to continue doing on your own right because it is the long journey it is like it's a lifetime thing. And that's also what's beautiful about it. Like, again, learning to love and, and embrace the things a lot of people kind of hate. Yep. You know, they want the fast track. They want it to just be like, I don't know, whatever in their head is it arriving, which yep. of course never is. You right. always feel like, okay, I could do more. I can you, do better. Right, you
1: move right on. You keep setting new goals. And um, yeah, this, this was such a great trip, Coach. Great work getting you know, just getting it going and getting the conversation going and there's a there's a big gap between us saying, yeah, this is a good time to do a trip to you you showing up with with the van fully loaded with five <laughs> five students who are ready to go and Jackie Baby getting involved and handling the food stuff. Oh and, my
0: god, big shout out to wait. Jackie Baby really upping our game as the whole trip experience this year just putting out these most beautiful, if you follow the Surf Continuum Instagram, you saw a couple of shots of her beautiful platters, but just stunning work and just taking it to the next level and making it, it's just that next, it's just like that, The can what's the word experience or whatever? Not having to think about normal things, basically, like for lack of a better phrase, you know, like just not having to think, What am I making myself for lunch? How am I putting this together? No, after you're done putting your heart and soul into your surfing that whole morning, come back and have a beautiful made, you know, platter, thought out fully in advance by Jackie Baby and and with your little name tag on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's
1: that's that's again what I'm so proud of. Like, we were able to to pace our trip really well. We'd get our work done in the morning and then, and then we'd have a nice lunch and we'd have a nice rest and relaxation and then we'd come back together. We'd enjoy sunset together. We'd go have a great meal and, and from you know sunset all the way to getting home and doing video
0: review, that's that's some serious time in with with the, yeah the of clients course we're talking about yeah surfing the whole time you know and re, re even when the video isn't out and the screens aren't out we're still talking about what happened and what did I do and how is this and just endless you know sa- just saturating our saturating ourselves in the surfing mindset and and improving and and characteristics and all kinds of topics you know there was probably a million kook cast episode ideas buried in all those things you know <laughs> yeah and we I, should have a little... i definitely managed to save one or two ideas yeah <laughs> but you know it's it just it's it's a it's a beautiful thing and well i guess we should wrap this up by saying because i'm releasing this asap we're doing it again. Yeah, we gotta do it again. Yeah, you know, we, it wasn't the plan until we did this and was like, oh my gosh, like we're getting this so dialed, let's do it again while we still have all the notes and all the the, the schedule and everything, you know, I mean obviously that's not something that dies, but it's fresh yeah. and we know how to execute really well. So this is, we're going to do this again, I think we'll do it early April, and if you're thinking about, you know, doing something like this, if what we just talked about sounds interesting to you, you might be a good student for a trip like this because you certainly will be building character. We're going to have a great time. We always do. That's one thing we know damn sure how to do. Oh, yeah. Keep, and, your, uh, keep your, your eyes perked
1: for that email. <laughs> Cheers, coach. That was epic trip. Let's do it again.
0: Mm. All right. Well, as promised, I'm going to read a couple of these recaps from our students, starting with this one. I was lucky to have the experience of being on the Surf Continuum spring team last year. I went into that one thinking I needed to focus most on staying in the pocket and a number of other surfing skills, but what Coach Chris focused most with me was how I finished my waves. By the end of that season I was kicking out of and intentionally finishing my waves more than I had ever done before. Going into this week I had a hunch that something similar would occur. The image of the surfer I thought I was might even get challenged by the observations of coaches Chris and Evan. What I need to work on most might go deeper than a bottom turn or cutback. Sure enough, early on, Evan noticed that my inside tactics were sketchy. I was consistently not giving surfers on waves or others in the lineup enough space, and I had a habit of becoming unstuck with my board when faced with heavy turbulence. I had always told myself I had good etiquette because I don't drop in or burn people, but etiquette goes well beyond that. It's your full footprint in the lineup, both on the inside and the outside. I think more than anything this week helped me realize this fully and hold myself more accountable in that regard. Thanks to the coaches and teammates for providing such a great atmosphere for working on our surfing. I can't remember the last time I had such relatively empty sessions in nice weather with good conditions along with supportive amazing people. Maybe never? I hope to see you all out east this summer. The next one comes from Laura, who gave me permission to use her name. (laughs) Thanks, Laura. This week was really special. You welcomed me and Charlie Girl into the crew at pretty much the last possible moment. By the way, Charlie is the cute puppy that joined us this year. Making it easy for me to say yes and rolling with my quirks and needs. My body is shot, but under the beatdown I feel strong. I appreciate how and why you pace things the way you did over the week, and I am amped to bring all the nuanced feedback you provided to my local spot. Keep it going. You're like a surfing slingshot. I've gone on a lot of trips and surfed with a bunch of guides and teachers. Your approach is refreshingly unique. You want people to become better surfers, to be more responsible stewards of the sport, and you treat us like athletes, not tourists. Thank you both for all the kindness and patience. Much respect. Laura and Charlie. Here we go. Here comes another. Where to begin? That last day out front, I was so worked. My arms were jelly. I was caught inside for most of the session. I was super winded, and I was ready for dry land. But just as I was about to catch my saving whitewater into shore, Coach Ev swooped in, seemingly out of thin air, and started barking at me, Paddle south! Let's go! Stay with your coach! Even though the warm sandy beach was just within my reach, I felt like I had no choice but to abide. And so I hopped back on my board and I paddled south. What is the plan? Does coach have any clue just how tired I am? What if I get caught inside again? It's a small sampling of the narrative that was running rampant through my head. But at the forefront of the chatter, I prominently heard, I trust my coach. And so I shut up and paddled. Next thing I realized, we had made our way to the outside. I'm pretty sure I was tricked into that. Moments later, I saw Coach Chris paddling over to join us. He rolled up with this smile on his face. One part warm welcome, one part devilish grin. Like, it's about to go down. Okay, now what? After a couple of half-hearted, self-sabotaging attempts to catch a wave, the answer to my question began to appear. A clean, glistening line making its way towards me. Okay, I calmly started making my move. I began to calculate and evaluate my next. Nope, Coach Ev ripped off the band-aid and started commanding orders with increasing intensity. Going left, towards the shoulder, closer to the shoulder, angle the board, more angle, dig, let's go. At the same time, I had Coach Chris off to my left, shouting out words of encouragement. Come on, give it your all, dig like you mean it, put your heart into it. Go! 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 This is your wave! And then, of course, as if that wasn't enough, I had my own internal chanting going on. Paddle! Penny! Press up! Paddle! Penny! Press up! Like some kind of bizarre mantra. And a side note here, I guess you'll just have to go on the trip with us to understand what some of those instructions mean. Back to the recap. I got swooped up by the energy of the wave, went into my press-up, and steered myself into the pocket. As I moved into a standing position, I could hear our tiny little crew genuinely and enthusiastically hooting me down the line in celebration. Although no one could see my face, I was definitely beaming. After I kicked out, I was right back on my board, paddling back out to the lineup with a renewed sense of enthusiasm. I dared to look over in the direction of my coaches, as we don't often get the response that aligns with our expectations. And there they were, grinning big with fists pumping in the air. We did it, together we did it. With the sun shining down on my back, I paddled across the crystal blue water with a true sense of accomplishment. Thank you for showing up for me, for us. And the last one I'll read, these trips have become an escape for me. Yes, I love the surfing, no question. I love going to new places to surf, places that are generally warmer, less crowded, and have opportunity for epic swell. But what I really crave is the experience and the people I get to share it with. We all come from different backgrounds and carries life baggage with us. It's great to see it start to fall away by day two or three as we open up, let our guard down, and laugh at our attempt to improve at this surfing thing. I have realized being in the water is about the only place these days that my mind is not spinning on all the day-to-day stress that bombards us. Perspective. Especially at La Messe. These trips give me perspective on life and my surfing. Coach Chris and Coach Ev... You guys live and breathe surfing. You have a passion for teaching and sharing your years of experience in the water regardless of where a student is in their journey. I try to soak in as much of that as I can and keep it front of mind, especially when things don't go as planned. Repeating, it's a journey. What, I can, what can I learn from this? Or, I know I am learning something from this experience that will help me the next time I'm in this precarious situation. Put the time in. Surfing at La Miss is humbling, exciting, rewarding, frustrating, and exhausting. Not that I'm a good surfer, but I know the fundamentals after years of Coach Chris and Coach Evan pounding them into me. If something goes awry, I generally know the reason, or multiple reasons. Appreciate everything that's happening. A session is not just about catching a few good ones, although that's preferred. For me, it's all a learning experience, taking in everything that's happening around me, starting with the walk to the edge of the water and what's in my head, Excitement, apprehension, nerves, the rush of adrenaline, starting the paddle out and thinking about how easy it will be, or not. Seeing lines of whitewater approaching me, press up, press up, as I make my way a little deeper, proper form, knees together, chest up, shoulders back, engaged core. Oh shit, press up, turtle, or half unpracticed attempt at a duck dive. It all goes out the window as I attempt to get through the next larger set waves just about any way I can, and boom, I'm out the back. I collect myself, regulate breathing and wonder in this three-mile stretch of open beach break, am I in the right position? Am I lined up with that house I watched A-frames break nicely right and left from the beach? Am I too far out the back or have I not paddled out far enough? All exhilarating and taxing at the same time. It's no wonder why I am mentally spent after each session and fall asleep at 8.30 p.m. It's all perspective. It's great to talk to Coach Ev and Chris about this and hear they are going through their own surf journey. They look so effortless and smooth in everything they do in the water, so it's great to hear they are struggling with their own demons. I also realized on this trip that I needed to do what Coach Ev has done over the last 20 years surfing La Mission and own the break down the street from my house. It's empty and nowhere near as epic as La Miss, but I can learn its nuance like Ev knows La Miss. As people drive past La Mist to go to the popular spots, Coach Ev is paddling out to an empty lineup, killing it and scoring. It. Thank you all for an epic trip. It was great to get to know you and to be a part of your journey. I look forward to our next one. Hopefully you'll be there too, guys. All right, that's it for today.
1: You.